now. Time for the second hour of Garden Talk with Mark Weber. What you got coming up during this hour, Mark? John, uh, we're going to be talking about turf grass and all the challenges that go with trying to mow it. More so how to manage it after it's been, uh, been deluged with lots of water. Plus, how to identify red thread disease and so much more. And, of course, taking your calls at 457 1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to another hour of Garden Talk right here on News AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I'd love to hear from you today at 457-1290. There, 457-1290. And, of course, if you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to hear from you today. And uh, there's an open line. There's actually one, two, three... Open lines right now at 457-1290, and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you today, no matter what your gardening question may be. And uh, let's head right to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Let's go to Springfield, and let's go give Judy a helping hand. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. How can we help you, Judy? Well, I recently purchased um, a little over an acre lot, um, and I have a neighbor next door that I'd like to put a privacy hedge in between and I was wondering what you would recommend for the plantings to put in there. You're going to block your neighbor. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, they recently put a stove and a refrigerator to the side of their house. So that's a high quality moment in time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, first, you might want to look into where you live at and see if there's any type of uh, zoning or nuisance codes that, okay. that forbid that, particularly with the refrigerator, because we've all heard those haunting stories about kids crawling inside of those things and getting caught and suffocating to death. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I, that's the first thing that comes to mind that needs to be explored. So I just wanted to share that with you that... That shouldn't be happening on any 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 level. Um, so let's kind of talk through how we choose what we plant and where we plant it at. Okay, okay is that okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Judy, what, to grow something, anything, it can be a hedge to block out your your neighbor's junk pile, or a, a vegetable garden, or a ground cover bed, or a turf grass lawn. To grow anything, you've got to know a couple important facts. And those facts kind of lead us down the path on what to plant and be how we can create a long-term solution for our landscape. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So remember, when you grow things, you got to have the facts. First fact is, how much sun does that site get? How much sight does it get? Full sun, Judy? Partial shade? Is there any larger plants nearby that may shade out conditions? There's no plants nearby. Um, it gets full sun. Okay. Number two, is there any like overhead utilities like electric wires, telephone wires? No. That's good. Number three thing that we have to think about is how high we want our hedge to become. Well, I would think... 10 or 15 feet, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Do you want it to get taller than that or not? Um, Sure. It doesn't matter. I just want to. Okay. Okay. And um, and the next thing we have to think about is what um, type of soil you have because soil, soil allows us the ability to grow things and not grow things. So do we know what the pH of your soil is at your house? No, I do not. Okay. Do we know what the availability of uh, nitrogen? I do know that, sir. I know there's a lot of sand. Our our soil seems to be real sandy. Sandy. Okay. Well, that's that's a good thing to know. And so, I would suggest 
getting a soil test to figure out where your nutrient level availability is, but more so what your pH is and why pH matters. pH, think of pH as this factor in all soils across the world that tells us what the natural availability of nutrients are. Okay. Okay. And as you move back and forth between, you know, zero to 10 on the pH scale, there's varied levels of nutrients. Those nutrients may be there and available for plants to use, but because the way the pH is, it may not allow. So one of the most important foundations in plant selection is, is we always plant plants based upon what the natural God-given pH of that soil is. And that's what we call the natural base pH. And why that matters is, is that we can do all kinds of things to manipulate pH in soils. We can. We can add lime to make it higher. We can add sulfur to make them lower. But at the end of the day, as that soil weathers and the parent material beneath it weathers, it will always likely go back to the same place it always was. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So, so we do a soil test to tell, tell us that what, based on this pH, these are the plants that are likely to do better than the ones that are on another pH. Okay? okay. Uh-huh. So I think the intelligent choice here for you is to do a soil test, work with a certified arborist, work with a trained horticulturalist that understands soils and understands pH, and uh, make those selections. The other thing that, that I would suggest is do what we call a PERC test. And this is kind of a test of drainability. You said you had some sandier soils. Yeah. So one thing that I might think about doing is digging a 12 by 12 by 12 hole. It's inches that's by inches. And fill it full of water and see how quick it drains away. Because if you've got a really well-drained soil... That may mean that plants will tend to dry out a lot quicker than other plants do. Mm-hmm. So we may need to amend that soil with some organic matter to maybe increase the amount of water holding capacity of the soil to help your plantings get better established. Have I helped you, Judy? Yeah, I have just I have one more question. What about the hollies? Are they good for hedges or not? I was trying to look them up on the internet and they said albravadas or hollies. And I've just never really heard much about hollies for... Hollies scare me in western Ohio. And let me tell you why. Okay. pH is number one issue. Okay. This is a plant that I, I likes to operate below uh, below 6.5 generally. Okay. So you've got to know your pH. We're back to pH again. As far as... And also the next thing that we see with holly is, is drainage issues. That they've developed a, a canker disease related to having wet feet. Okay. So again, we're back to drainage. <laughs> How, if you may have really great drainage, you may have a spot for holly, but you got to watch your pH. If the pH is too high, and I know a lot of areas in in the Clark County tend to have really high pH because okay. of the limestone shelf being so high, it may not be the ideal place for holly. I don't know. Okay. And that, and again, Judy, that's where you know I can give you a zillion plants to choose. Uh-huh. But I don't want you to go down the path of wasting your money by trial and error. Okay. Wouldn't you rather rather do the old analogy of measure measure twice and and and, and plant once? Oh sure. sure. <laughs> kind of like yeah, you know, if you measure the board, it only search on the internet and just trying to learn more about what might be possible, so just... I could, you know, once. I get it tested and know what to do. I can choose which ones would probably right. Do and that. you make and you make it. You, in other words, you measure. You'll measure twice and plant once. All righty. Take care, All Judy. Right. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. And in the studio, Jesse Mack. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing this morning? Uh, raincoat weather today. <laughs> yep. Once again, that's all we can expect nowadays, right? I think we live in a rainforest. <laughs> it seems like it. Some sort of tropical environment. Um, We're not as bad as other places in the United States. I know. It really hasn't been that bad. It's just kind of consistently annoying. And I I don't want to say, I don't want to undermine farmers because it is definitely bad for them. They can't get in the fields. They can't get their work done. And it's terrible. But like overall, it's really not been that bad of a year. It's been a good year to grow grass seed. Exactly. So, and and, and, you don't have to worry about watering it. It comes up. The thing that I've noticed is that we just get 
in recent past, we've had, I mean, uh, was it Friday morning? Yeah, Friday morning, we had a ton of rain that led to a flood advisory or, you know, we had about an inch and a half around Preble and Montgomery County. So, you know, that's a lot of rain. But for the most part, it always is kind of spread out nice. Mm -hmm. seems like Mercer County got dumped on for a little bit, but then it moved. Dark County got dumped on, then it moved. So it seems like everybody's getting an even coat, which mm. is which is good. We haven't had crazy issues with flooding, in my opinion. One thing that we are going to see a lot of this year by midsummer is going to be nutrient deficiencies in plants. Oh, is it washing it out a little bit? We're going to be leaching a lot of nutrients. Okay. And, and that's going to be important for our listeners because that means that when you leach out nutrients, you get when and a lot of times we plants grow is by midsummer as they start to draw down and mm-hmm. need those nutrients more than they need at other parts of the year. Okay. Um, it's going to be a good year for soil testing and figuring out where nutrient loads are in the landscape to, to better advise people how to fertilize. Because this year may not be the year that the typical four-bag program will make your lawn look decent. Mm-hmm. I, I need to forewarn everybody that. Because a lot of times the four-bag programs, they do all right. They may not meet what those soils is, but there's just enough there to make it look halfway decent. And the word is halfway. <laughs> um, this year, I think you're going to be about a tenth of the way with the amount of rainfall okay. that, we've, that we've had. The other thing that, that concerns me, it's hard to mow grass right now. It's mm-hmm. really hard to mow, mow and maintain grass. Yeah. And so everybody's got to understand is don't fall into the rut, and I'm going to call it the rut, <laughs> of mowing it too short. Yeah. If you mow it, every time you mow it short, you are shortening the length and the size and the width of the root system. That root system is having enough trouble already getting enough oxygen to operate. If you keep cutting it short just because you think you don't have to mow it as often, you are heading down the path of losing a lot of lawn when it turns hot and dry. Mm -hmm. Because the longer those roots are in the soil and deeper they are in the soil, um, they are going to be the pipeline when it does, because trust me when I say this, and you would ag- agree, Mr. Weatherman, Mr. Meteorologist, it's always feast and it's always famine. Yeah. We, we're going to stop. The spigot is going to turn off. And when it turns off, it's going to get dry. Hot and dry is what we'll see. And yeah. if you are cutting your lawn too short, there's likelihood that you are going to really shorten your root system. So is that more so in the summer when it's hot and dry too? Um, do hmm. you do you just is that just how people burn out their lawn when they? A lot of it comes from mowing this time of year. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I have a neighbor that this guy. I think I think I don't know what his thought process is, but I just I just want to knock on his door and explain <laughs> to him what he's doing in his lawn. I mean, I literally I walk by his house twice a day with my dog. Uh-huh. And this guy, uh, his father's really nice. I've never met him, but his father's <laughs> really nice. Um, he mows so short. There's one spot in his yard I watch, and within the last uh, three, after the last three mowings, this one spot that had just a little bit of chickweed, mm-hmm. just because he's killed off part of the grass because of mowing height. The chickweed's growing. Mm. It's literally just like filling the space where he's scalped his lawn. And you're watching it happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like time-lapse flop. You know, and, and, you know, he'll probably be out there spraying with something soon. But his problems are self-induced. Huh. His problems are related to poor agronomic practices of mowing mm-hmm. height. Mowing height is, matters. Mm-hmm. And it matters. You know, uh, it always it kills me how... People think a thick, lush lawn happens through a fertilizer bag. It doesn't. It comes from mowing height. Gotcha. Because that mowing, was we artificially keep that plant, that grass plant, we keep it artificially low. Mm-hmm. If we didn't mow our lawns, for example, Kentucky bluegrass would be 12, 15 inches tall. Mm-hmm. It would look like a prairie because it's a prairie plant. Yep. Same way with her five tall fescue, maybe a little taller. But by mowing it, we keep the growing point the thing that keeps producing those blades of grass artificially low. I know the species of grass height that you need you need to mow it are different, but what's what's a good rough 
uh, number for mowing height? Um, bluegrass would be no taller than two and three quarter inches. And that's high, That's a high number. Mm-hmm. And you'll see some literature that says two and, two and a quarter. I've seen lawns at two and a quarter, and it's weed heaven. Mm-hmm. So with Kentucky Blue, remember, you build a big canopy that's like a tree, big canopy of grass. You're going to have a lot less shading, more shading, and a lot more less weeds, mm-hmm. and a thicker, lusher lawn. Got turf type tall fescue, you're going to be mowing at three to three and quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mow mine at three and um, a quarter. I think I'm at about three is what I have my mower setting to right now. And 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 remember, it's better to remove about a third of every cut than it is to cut it low. Okay. Don't fall into the rut. And I call it the rut. If you follow that rut and you cut that grass short, mm-hmm. you are going to make a root system that's just as short. Mm-hmm. It's Grass plants are not very intelligent plants compared to other broadleaf plants, compared to the trees and shrubs you see out my window. Mm-hmm. They're very simplistic. They're monocots, and they don't, they're not as adaptive to stress as what trees and other shrubs are. Hmm. Jesse, it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Thanks for allowing me to spout off about mowing heights again and again. I enjoyed again. it. <laughs> All right. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing during our annual Mother's Day sale. Choose a flowering basket for mom starting at only $9.99. Bedding geraniums, buy one pack, get another pack free. Give mom an elegant gift of roses. Choose from our large selection of three-gallon bushes. Stockslager's Mother's Day sale, now through Sunday, May 12th, one mile west of New Lebanon on U.S. 35. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center. Yes, there are superheroes. They're called moms. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin reminding you to stop by James Free Jewelers today and visit their Super Mom Selfie Stage. Take a selfie in their superhero backdrop and post it on Instagram with the hashtag James Free Super Mom. Then you'll be entered to win a $500 James Free gift card. Use it to get her a pair of diamond studs for that Gucci jewelry she's marveled over in magazines. Winners announced Saturday, May 11th at noon, so get to James Free at 3100 Far Hills today. No purchase necessary to win. See jamesfree.com slash supermom for more details. Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, part of our Ask the Expert weekends. Start your summer off right with the DPNL Summer in the City. Find a list of summer events and activities at downtowndayton.org. Back with the best of everything downtown Dayton has to offer, you'll find summer festivals, one-of-a-kind restaurants, live music, art galleries, boutique retail shops, baseball, brew pubs, and so much more. There are hundreds of events to choose from all summer long. Download the complete calendar and start your summer adventure at downtowndayton.org. Announcing the 2019-2020 Premier Health Broadway Series at the Schuster Center. 12 Tony Awards, 9 Drama Desk Awards, 2 Ohio Premieres, and 1 Pulitzer Prize. Don't miss the 2018 Tony Award Best Revival, Once on This Island, and Best Scenic Design, The SpongeBob Musical, plus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 20th Anniversary of Rent, Summer, the Donna Summer Musical, and The Return of Cats. Get season tickets now at TicketCenterStage.com. Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen, right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Garden Talk, and uh, we'll take your calls here in a short minute. Let's check on the updated weather forecast from Jesse Mack. 
starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley. Temperatures near 50 degrees as we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up. Temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and we'll start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. And uh, we've got uh, 53 up at the airport, 56 in uh, Springboro, 48 in Eaton on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to talk to you. Let's go to Shelby County and let's go talk to Ethan. Ethan, good morning and happy spring to you, Ethan. Happy spring. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How can we help you? I bought a house last year, been about a year now. And for some reason, um, both my front lawn and my back lawn is, like, infested with wild onions. Okay. Is there a way to get rid of them safely without, like, murdering my yard? <laughs> well, let's kind of go through this one by one real quick, okay? Um, have you, do you ever make a cake? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Okay, right. and that cake's got um, ingredients in it, right? It's got flour and sugar and baking powder, baking soda, all that st- and, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to put it in at certain certain rates, right? And then you have to put it in a pan, and then you got to cook it for a certain period of time, right? Yes. Okay. If you would take out, let's say, the baking powder, the baking soda, or maybe the sugar. Um, would it taste the same? I'm not like a, a baker by by profession, mm-hmm. but I'm sure not. <laughs> yeah, it won't taste for it won't taste the same. In fact, it, right, right. it probably is not going to be very very tasty at all. Right. Okay. So growing grass is kind of like baking a cake. Meaning that if, if, you, if you do core aeration, if you mow at the right height, you add the right amount of fertilizer based off of that stupid thing that Mark keeps talking about, a soil test, okay? And at the same time you mow it on a regular basis, you won't have wild onion. You won't have wild garlic because it'll be so dense and so thick that it can't find the light of day to grow. So let's start with a soil test. Let's not guess. Let's soil test. We do that. I think we're on a road to success, Ethan. Good luck to you. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. At 7.30, I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update. Our top story, it has been a wet spring across the Miami Valley and could see some more rain today. But dry conditions are in our future. A rainy season has another round of showers to come, but some uh, sunshine in the forecast. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO Triple Team Traffic got a report of a crash on East National Road near Dixie Drive. You're going to be traveling on the freeways eastbound 70 from State Route 49 to I-75. That eight-mile drive going to take you about seven minutes point to point. Our top story, it's been a wet spring across the Miami Valley, and we're seeing overcast skies and some patchy fog to start your Saturday morning. Will we see more rain this weekend, and when will we see dry conditions? We do expect that 
to arrive as we go late morning into the afternoon and as late as the early evening. So uh, it's going to last and kind of stick around for a good portion of the day, but it's very on and off in nature and it's not an absolute wash. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag says we will not see heavy downpours, mainly scattered showers today. When will we see dry conditions? It's got the details on the full forecast coming up in just a moment. Now to Jacksonville, 143 people were reportedly on board a Boeing 737 plane that skid off a runway at a Naval Air Station. Captain Mike Connor says all the passengers are in good condition. There were no fatalities. Uh, the, uh, there were minor injuries to some personnel. Uh, the last uh, count was 21 personnel, minor uh, injuries. We've learned the flight was originally from the Naval Station in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, Cuba, and crashed into the St. John's River at the end of a runway at the base. The photojournalist who was shot by a Clark County deputy has settled his lawsuit with the county, but spoke with the New Center 7's Kate Bartley Friday and leveled some pretty serious accusations at Clark County Sheriff Deb Burchett. On July 9th last year, we deposed the sheriff. We found out she has no clue what's going on at the sheriff's department, according to this deposition. The same deposition, she admits 100% that he was not certified with his handgun that he shot me with. He shouldn't have been on patrol that night, therefore he shouldn't have shot me. The county says the suit was settled to the mutual satisfaction of both both uh, parties. Now to Greene County, where more than 2,000 Wright State University students will graduate today during the school's spring commencement ceremony. During commencement, Wright State will award an honorary doctorate to Amanda Wright Lane, the great-grandniece of Wilbur and Orville Wright. Tickets are required, but the ceremony will also be streamed live on the university's website. Our Marley Kowick says it will start at 10 this morning. Students at Wilberforce University will also become graduates today. <laughs> Now the most accurate and dependable forecast here at Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Jesse Mack. Starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley, temperatures near 50 degrees. As we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up, temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and will start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live 7 radar showing mainly cloudy skies throughout the Miami Valley, also dealing with areas of patchy fog and seeing some light showers in southern Warren County at this time. Currently, we've got 53 degrees in Vandalia, 54 in Springfield, 53 degrees in Dayton at 734. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. Are you a Battelle associate and concerned about the changes happening in June to your lump sum pension? Well, don't fall victim when these changes occur. Several critical interest rates will be announced in the upcoming weeks. When these rates go up, it could cost you twenty-five, fifty, even $75,000 of your hard-earned money. Learn the facts about your lump sum pension. Call Mike Martinez, president of the Pension Group, to discover how these rate changes could affect your retirement pension income. 844 492-4600. You can also join their upcoming workshop Wednesday, May 8th at Dare Dutchman in Plain City. For more information about this event and to reserve your seat, call now 844-492-4600. Get the facts about your pension Wednesday, May 8th at Dare Dutchman in Plain City, 844-492-4600 or online at thepensiongroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Michael Martinez nor the Pension Group have any affiliation with any company and or Battelle, Battelle Memorial Institute, or their affiliates. Customer said, I need a plant that grows fast, blooms a lot, and comes back every year, and smells like bacon. This is John from Nola Garden Center. For plants with personality, nothing beats perennials. Sun, shade, wet, dry, tons of color. There's a perennial for that. Stop by, talk with Don, he loves perennials. Tell him what you're looking for and he'll find a match. Maybe not one that smells like bacon, but he'll try. Noah Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're perennial gardeners just like you. Times may change, but beauty never goes out of style. This is John from Noah Garden Center and Landscaping in Beaver Creek. Geraniums look great every place they're used. Red, white, pink, or purple, in pots, window boxes, or baskets. And this week, our most popular-sized geraniums are on sale. Four-and-a-half-inch pots, regularly $6.49, now just $4.99 each. Save a dollar and a half on each one. A great plant at a great price. This week at Nolwood Garden Center in Beaver Creek. We're gardeners just like you. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. 
How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Yeah, it's a good morning for ducks is what it's a good morning for. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit soggy outside and uh, a little red thread beginning in our in our um, in our future. So. Let's kind of talk through, Randy, what Red Thread is, and so our listeners know how to ad- to identify it. Well, Red Thread is uh, all the turf diseases that uh, that we see. I think uh, everybody can be a turf expert with identification of Red Thread. Red Thread is a uh, it's a turf disease that looks just like somebody dropped a bunch of Red Thread down into your turf, uh, and we're seeing it. I had a customer bring in a Sample yesterday, and it's uh, it's oh, not fire engine red, but it's a uh, it's a it's a red color. Uh, it's a disease that infects turf grass. Uh, in this cool, wet weather, is has uh, has been a perfect time for it. Uh, normally, uh, red thread is not life threatening. It uh, it makes your turf look pretty goofy, and uh, it takes a little while to recover. But uh, it normally doesn't uh, completely wipe out your lawn. Uh, the easiest control for it, amazingly, is not uh, there are some fungicides that you can buy to, to control red thread, but uh, the easiest and cheapest way to, to get rid of red thread is, is fertilize your yard with a, a fairly high nitrogen fertilizer because normally red thread is most prevalent on lawns that are, are hungry. Uh, and, you know, that's usually the case. I see red thread and I ask when's the last time you fertilized your yard, and I get that uh, deer in the headlights look. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. It's been a while, and uh, right. and that's usually uh, uh, you know a, a prime way to set yourself up for red thread is if you uh, aren't on a regular fertilizer program. But uh, not life threatening, but it's easy to identify. Well, and the other thing, Randy, that that I I and you and I have talked about this um, about this red thread thing. It, it's gotten worse over over time. Well, it has. You're right. And I, I completely have, you know, drawn the conclusion reading the the countless number of soul reports that I read, <laughs> to the point of nauseam. It's it's related to phosphorus. I think Chuck Dare at one point in time made that analysis as well. That we have watched, you know, it was a period of time when nutrients were, you know, those phosphorus was one of those nutrients that was readily available in the fertilizer bag. And now we've kind of reached this place where it's not because of a number of factors. Um, and so if you are going to apply phosphorus, you have to purposely apply it. If you don't, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, and it's, it's tough to find. Uh, you know, we carry some that have phosphorus in them on purpose. Now, you know, it's not, not illegal to have uh, phosphorus in a bag, but... Most of the formulators uh, that, that, that formulate uh, fertilizers for, for lawns uh, and they distribute those bags throughout the country, they, uh, they've just made the decision that uh, because there are some areas in the country that have, have, have outlawed phosphorus at different times of the year to turf. And, uh, and so most of the formulators uh, that, that, that you see bags in the, in the stores, it's a big goose egg. It's a big zero in that middle number, which is phosphorus. And uh, you're exactly right. Soil scientists uh, have been claiming for uh, for years that uh, that this is going to catch up with us, and uh, you're right. Uh, Chuck Dara has uh, has said for for years and years that uh, rust, uh, red thread, uh, you know, it, the, the turf health is uh, is going to decline if uh, if you have prolonged absence of some amount of phosphorus added to your soil. So uh, that's probably the reason we're seeing more and more of all these little turf diseases. So at, at this point in time, Randy, we need to explain to our, our listeners that, you know, mowing the lawn, it was kind of go through what to do under these <laughs> wet, wet conditions. Because I think everybody needs to realize that this is, this is serious business. Because if we make some mistakes right now, uh, we're asking for some pretty stiff penalties with how our lawn's going to look in about a month or two. Yeah, I read a little blog, and I, uh, I I referred to does your yard look more like a swamp than it does a a nice lawn? And uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're one of those unfortunate people that uh, 
have got some areas in your yard where the water just sits and doesn't drain out very quickly and starts looking like a swamp, uh, the grass, unfortunately, keeps growing, and uh, it's growing like a weed. I, I think I used the word growing like a speeding bullet. I mean, it's just uh, grasses. You, you, you mow the grass uh, a couple of days ago, and you can't believe you got to mow it again. And uh, and so the grass is growing out of control, and your yard is is a swampy mess. So what do you do? And uh, and we have had that problem on our sod farm. And uh, you know, your first reaction is you got to get out there, and you got to got to mow it. You got to get out there. Uh, and uh, we've learned, and I guess my. Uh, my recommendation to everyone who's got this situation is uh, we've learned the best thing you can do uh, to that turf is just stay off of it. Just just let it go uh, until that, and that ground will dry out. And when it does, uh, then you raise your lawnmower up to the very, very highest setting, and, uh, and you gradually bring that lawn back down to the height that you'd like to keep it. But uh, uh, everybody wants to go out there with that lawnmower on that swampy ground, and and you will do more damage to that turf trying to mow it down when it's wet like that than than anything else you can do. Sometimes the best thing you can do with your lawn is nothing at all. Exactly, exactly. And and the other thing that, that comes with this too, Randy, is soil compaction. Well, yeah. Oh my yeah, God, I, mean, I it, it is. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you're mowing and you're mowing through standing water. You are compacting the soil at an extraordinary high rate that, that is going to, again, as we earlier described, is going to limit that root system. And I can't say that enough. We are, you know, sh- short mode mowing height, mowing on standing water conditions is going to shorten the root system. And you're going to have to find ways to rebuild that root system. Um, yeah, and we're, and we're, you know, it's already May, Mark. It's, uh, before you know it, it's going to be July and August, and we're going to be 95 degrees in the shade, and uh, we're going to be talking about, hey, remember back in May and April when it rained every day? Uh, whatever happened to that? Because it hadn't rained in three weeks. And, uh, and, uh, and so these roots are, are, are shallowing up when it uh, gets wet and the oxygen disappears, the roots get shallow, and... Uh, and that's a scary thing to happen as we go into summer. You want your deepest roots in the ground right now. And uh, and if you mow that grass short, I mean, general rule of thumb, the shorter you mow your lawn, whether it's wet or dry, the shorter you mow it, the the uh, the, the, the shallower the root system. Uh, if you let your grass grow to two and a half or three inches or whatever is comfortable for you, you'll have a much, much deeper root system than you will if you try to give a golf course uh, – uh, type of an appearance at, a, at an inch or an inch and a half. Uh, uh, they're direct, directly uh, related. Uh, short turf and shallow roots, and that's the last thing you need right now. Exactly. Well, Mr. Tisher, as always, thank you for your wonderful, wonderful analysis, as always, and I hope you have a great and glorious day, and uh, maybe we can mow the grass tomorrow. <laughs> You know what you do? You just let the grass go, and you go out in the woods and hunt for uh, mushrooms because uh, we're finding morel mushrooms everywhere. And uh, and so you just give up on the grass on a weekend like this and go hunt mushrooms. There you go. Mr. Tisher, yeah. as always, it's good to talk to you. Have a super great day, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good I'll do it, Mark. Good you to bet. talk to you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a happy spring day to each and every one of you. And thanks for listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. I'd love to hear from you today. If you're seeing something weird in your landscape or you want to talk about, I tell you what, the spruce trees right now have got quite a display going on with their uh, with their cones. Uh, maybe you've noticed that. We'll talk about that if we get a call or two. It's kind of a cool topic. 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290 and let's go talk to Troy in beaver creek troy and beaver creek happy spring to you and uh welcome to garden talk how are you doing i'm well how can we help sir 
about two winters ago, I planted like three dozen tulips, and last spring, every one of them came up. This spring, less than half of them showed up. Is it fertilizing issue? What What do you think that is? Drainage. <laughs> Drainage. Yeah, yeah. I ask you a question. Yeah. It's a learned question. It's one to, to help you understand what you're up against, too. What are tulips? Where are tulips native to? Uh, Norway, I think. Mm -mm. No. Aren't they? No. No? No. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the tulip is, is an interesting plant. It's... It's a perennial plant, but it's called bulbariferous, meaning that it is a plant that uh, whole lifespan is based upon it uh, regenerating enough energy called carbohydrates in its bulb. Is that okay? Do you hear me okay, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, its native range is actually Central Asia. And it's tip. And some of the finest uh, uh, tulips in the world come from the country of Turkey and okay. Iran. And those climates are more what they call arid. Okay. And most of the tulips that we know of today were um, collected in the wild from the country of Turkey and brought to Europe where they were hybridized and colonized by growers like in the Netherlands and then disseminated throughout the world. But this plant is a plant that doesn't like wet feet, meaning in, in its native country, it, it, the native world, it gets moisture in the spring, but then it has a very long dry summer. And that summer, that dry summer, is when it uh, maturates and, and, and develops. And one of the key essential parts of tulips is after they bloom is to cut off the flowers and leave the leaves on as long as you can because those leaves are making energy, making carbohydrates. But then when summer and comes along and if those bulbs get wet, I can guarantee you they're going to rot away. And in my landscape, I can tell you, I get, when I plant my tulip planting, um, I typically plant about 800 to 1,000 bulbs in this one bed and probably about 600 in another bed. And I'll get two and a half years out of those 14, 1,500 bulbs. And then I'm planting them all over again. Really? Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. And 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 it's kind of and and it's, what's interesting is my one bed, I have a clump of red oak, uh, Corcus rubra planted in that uh, area, and my tulips love it because my red oak sucks the moisture right out of the dirt. <laughs> in fact, my red oak is so oleopathic it's getting harder and harder to grow. A lot of flowering annuals in that bed that are that can tolerate the the root system of the oak trying to take it over. Can you amend the soil to to uh, help the bulb? Well, you can add phosphorus and bone meal and things like that, but that's going to be off of soil test. But I'm going to tell you from from somebody that's grown tulips in his in his landscape for almost over 15, 20 years. It is directly related to soil moisture. Mm. In other words, in years when I was, I plant all those tulips and I would heavily irrigate my front landscape, I had less tulips the following year, period. In years where I don't irrigate and it's dry in that one bed by the oak tree, I have more tulips than ever before. I, they drowned in the summertime, water. So in other words, if that tulip bed that you have is a wet bed, it's probably going to give you a good show from the previous year you planted it, but don't count on it being there the next year. See, I, I was expecting it to give me the same exact thing, and I'm like, what? What happened? And that's 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 what kind of happens with this plant. And this plant, it's, it's all about the size of the bulb. The old saying about size really matters. Size really matters in bulbs. 
And and if and, and if you buy first grade bulbs like I do, um, I get, you know, I'll get two and a half, three years out of them. But if I go buy cheapo bulbs, uh, like some places sell, I won't get more than one year of bloom, and even that year of bloom bloom will be sucky, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that helps me out. Yeah, and just remember, like I said, this is a plant that's native to very dry regions of the world. So dry region plants, their their genetics want drive them to be in dry conditions. Okay. All right. Thank you. No, thank you. Good question. Good call. Right. Thank you. All right. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you an updated weather forecast. We'll talk to Keith and Anna about their lawn. We'll talk to you at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963, and now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg, the home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks among their hundreds of trucks, plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you, the buying experience is easy. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to DaveKehlChevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Announcing the 2019-2020 Premier Health Broadway Series at the Schuster Center. 12 Tony Awards, 9 Drama Desk Awards, 2 Ohio Premieres, and 1 Pulitzer Prize. Don't miss the 2018 Tony Award Best Revival, Once on This Island, and Best Scenic Design, The SpongeBob Musical, plus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 20th Anniversary of Rent, Summer, the Donna Summer Musical, and The Return of Cats. Get season tickets now at TicketCenterStage.com. Savings are blooming this season during Cedar Hill Furniture's annual springtime sales event, your hometown destination for quality name brand furniture for less. Springtime savings event going on now. At Cedar Hill Furniture, Call Sales Point Realtors to sell your house. We're second-generation realtors in business for 65 years in the Miami Valley. Call Sales Point Realtors now at 435-SOLD. That's 435-SOLD. Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Troy to Miamisburg and from Eden to Oakwood, keeping your family 
family safe is our number one goal on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 7.56. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley, temperatures near 50 degrees. As we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up, temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and will start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, clear. We've got overcast skies, 53 degrees up at the airport, 53 in Xenia, 50 in Urbana. On the uh, station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Garden Talk with Mark Weber starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. And uh, we roll to the hour of uh, 9. And we would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, let's go to the telephone lines once again, and let's go talk to Keith. Hey, Keith, good morning. Good morning. How can we help you? Uh, I got a question about my lawn. Uh, it seems like my yard clippings don't want to decompose, and they just build up over a period of time. Okay. Just want to know what I may need to do there. Tell me how they're building up so I have a better understanding. Well, they just don't seem to decompose, so I just have the dead grass. Uh kind of building up that uh, then every once in a while I have to use a thatcher to pick it all up and so on. Okay. Um, like I said, it's just... So in other words, you cut, you cut the grass and you've got clippings on top of the lawn. That's correct. Okay. So how high are we mowing? Uh, I've got my deck set up on the highest. Okay. But give me a physical measurement. You don't know. Uh, okay. I'm going to say probably two inches, three okay. inches. Two okay. inches, I'd say. Two inches is too short. Okay. Any, even with bluegrass, that's too short. Two inches is too short. So you might want to think about getting some higher wheels or get a new mower. Okay. The second, the third, the second thing is is frequency. Meaning, you should not allow your lawn to get any higher than one third above the nominal mowing height. Meaning okay. if the mowing height, if you've got a Kentucky bluegrass lawn, you should not allow it to get any taller than three inches and cut it down to two and three quarters inches. Okay. If it's a okay. if a turf type tall fescue lawn, if it's greater, you should, you know, your normal mowing height should be three inches uh-huh. to no taller than three and a quarter inches. Yeah, and, 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 and mow it and mow it. If you, if you get clumping, Run it over the mower again. Chop it up as fine as you possibly can. Double and triple cut it. Weather like this, you're going to have to double and triple cut. Okay. And yeah, I got certain sections of the lawn that grows a lot faster than other sections. Okay. It sounds to me, and, and the other piece of it is, tell me about your fertility practices. I uh, typically will fertilize two, three times a year. Okay. Should be based on a soil test. Don't guess. Soil test. If you're not fertilizing based off of soil test data, you probably are under-fertilizing or over-fertilizing your lawn, and that'll cause for improper growth as well. Okay? Remember, remember like we said before, it's like cook, making a cake. Don't skimp on the ingredients, okay? Gotcha. <laughs> Take care, right. Keith. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk will continue. Do you know how to pick and choose a good arborist and how to pick and choose a good landscape contractor? That's coming up next on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.